0: Good morning sons. The back ones want to come ahead. So I was wondering why the chairs are spaced out. I asked them, are you doing social distancing? They were like, no, some people want their hands loose, not bump into the other person. Okay. So today we are having Q&A. Can someone tell me what Q&A is? Question and answers. And I put a question there. Before you ask me the question, how is this going to make you a better son? Then you know if it's head or heart. It's just for your head understanding, then don't ask me, ask, ask me that question. Okay, um, very good testimonies. I love what Zha shared. Amazing, that God is good. Uh, I love what Sunil shared. Um, you, no, that's okay. And Zoom sons, you can slip in your questions if you have any on um, the chat, and then they will send it to me or Whatsapp me. Um, okay, I prefer if they just put it there and send it and these the sons will send it to me. Okay, um, so let me take some of your questions. I loved uh, Alex, Alex from Romania. He messaged very, very nice question. And I think I need to do a sermon on that question. I'll briefly take it today, but I'm going to do an in-depth uh, study on that one. I'll read that out. I'll start with somebody who sent me a question saying, my friend is a Hindu and I have been ministering Jesus to her. She's open to listening to me, but she has one question for me. She said she has had a good life so far. No issues, no trouble, basically a good, good life. And she said she has been praying to her God and she has been ans- and, and he has been answering her prayers. And why now she should put her trust in Jesus? <laughs> oh man okay and i've I've heard this i've heard this recently as well a few a month ago uh you know someone who was saying that why do i need jesus my life is pretty good and most people when they say that they're talking about money where you've had a cushy life you've had money and the bible talks about mammon also being a god okay and so everything is fine i don't need a savior And there's the question where, um, you know, the difference is, it's not whether your life is good or not, it is what is the truth. You know, when you look at Jesus, all the Pharisees didn't want him because they thought they were really good according to their standards. The sinners came running to him, right? Self-righteousness. And so every time someone came to Jesus, this man who comes to Jesus and says, look, I've done everything, I've kept everything, what should I do now? And Jesus is like, what should you do now to get into heaven? Oh, go sell everything that you have. Why did Jesus say that to him? Because he didn't think he needed a savior. He thinks he can get by his works and he can get something. And then God, Jesus raises the law and gives him something more impossible. Okay. And so uh, I believe like when people are like that, you just sow the seed in them. And then I believe like sometimes things happen and they come to a point where they'll they'll need a saviour. The reason me and you are in the kingdom is because it is the truth, not because I have a good day or a bad day. So I always tell people, I said, what you believe right now will not matter one day. What will matter is what is the truth. You could believe that the sun is blue and you could live your whole life in that opinion of yours and one day your opinion will not matter what you think God should be like what will matter is what is the truth and we are seekers of the truth and I told you last Sunday Jesus said those who are of the truth hear my voice another thing for you sons don't underestimate the power of the seed even when people say that to you and they don't think they need a savior or everything, I believe the reason why they had that conversation with you is because they will need one in the coming future. <laughs> and they don't know it and so they can't see it, they are there and you put that seed in them. And then going forward certain things might happen where they will remember and they'll call out to him. Okay, so you're there. I always just personally believe whoever comes in my path has not come in accidentally. They've come in for a reason. And my job is to just put that seed. And my rest is that my words, not theirs, my words are spirit and they are life. They are light and where light is, darkness will flee. Even if that person doesn't see it. The father loves that person, okay? And your words will do what they were sent out to do. I remember when I was a little girl and I thought everything was cool. I was very ambitious. I wanted to become a fashion designer, everything. And I had a pen friend, pen friend who was born again. And he used to pray for me, but he was never opened his mouth about Jesus. Never ever told me about Jesus. And then, 10 years later, an accident email went to his account and he came to know I was a believer. And then he wrote to me saying, Priya, I've always prayed for you. I said, but why didn't you never open your mouth? So scared to tell me. But here I was saved. You're an answer to someone's prayer. I was told that even when I was small, my maids have prayed for me. They knew the Lord. But in our household, we were a Hindu household. None of us knew. And then certain things happened in my life. Everything just went, hevaya, And I needed savior okay so uh, don't underestimate the power of the seed that you're putting in okay and uh, like I said um, we don't need to defend truth never ever play it out like you're not in some argument like why Jesus is God (laughs) we don't do that truth reveals itself we don't defend it it's in the nature of light to expel darkness. You're not convincing darkness to go. You switch on the light, darkness leaves. Your job, just put the truth there. You don't ask their, their uh, opinions about God. You can hear them, but you don't need to. I never start a conversation with, what do you think about God? I never do that. I just say, there's a father in heaven who loves you. I speak the truth and then leave it. No arguments after that. Is because truth will reveal himself. Okay? It's in the nature of truth to do that. That's why Jesus, wherever He went, He spoke the truth and then He went. Then the truth ruffled with them. It messed with them. But He was not defending. He was not doing anything. He was healing the sick. He was just going. Okay? Let's go to the next one. Uh, I actually didn't understand this one, whoever sent it to me. Kindly address reconciliation between beloved son and sleeping son. (laughs) I don't know what that means. Uh, sleeping son, a sleeping son is, you are all sons of God. If you believe in Christ, you become a son of God. The only difference is whether you are aware of your uh, consciousness or not. So if you don't renew your mind, you are a son, but you live your whole life like a slave. And so everything is overpowering you and things and you get defeated and things hit you or whatever, is because you never learned that who you are. Or someone never showed you the mirror that's why the bible talks about renewing your mind we don't renew our mind to become we renew our mind because we are the bible is simply a mirror and the devil tries to sometimes make it look like a work and that's the difference where you think you need to work things out and i believe that it's finished work it's a rest Okay, And in all areas, we're actually coming into deeper and deeper rest. In some areas, some people might find it very easy to rest. Some people might find it a little difficult. But the truth is, the answer to all things is rest, is being still. And the Holy Spirit co-labours with you to become still, more and more still at your own pace. That's why you rely all things on the Holy Spirit. Where I don't know what to do. uh, I just pray in tongues and I just leave it because I really don't know what to do. Because the Bible says, when you don't know what to do, when you don't know what to pray, ask the helper. This morning I got up, I was like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I don't even know what to think. And I was like, Holy Spirit, it says in the Bible that you know all things. So I'm just going to be foolish enough to believe what you said. And I just prayed in tongues. And I showed up at church. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Your pastor has problems, (laughs) but one thing she knows is that the weight is not on her, the weight is on the blood. Okay, And I want you to have that rest, no matter what goes on, what you think, what you do, what you say, what you speak. And then I go to sleep knowing that, thank God, it's not what I speak, what I've done, what I'm thinking, that will come forth. It is the blood that manifests all things in my life the weight is on the blood. Even when I have to show up here on a Sunday, even if I've had the worst day, I know that it's not me who will speak, it's Christ who will speak, and so I'm just at rest, okay? Um, Okay, so all of y'all are beloved sons, and y'all are waking up to who you are, okay? Um, As a son, I know we are provided with abundance, but often when I hear about the worldly issues, Like scarcity of food, forests being cut or burned, or hear the news about all wrongdoings to women. All the negative and wrong thoughts come to my head. More I have to do something. She feels she needs to do something. The whole work to do, thoughts come to my head. What should a son do in such a situation? Okay, what is the purpose a son came for? Do, remember we did this few Sundays ago? to destroy the works of the devil. That's why you are here. If you are light, why has God put light here? To expel darkness. You are the light of the world. Why does Jesus say a light you can't hide under underneath? It has to be on top. That means there's something for you to do. It was good that my pen friend prayed for me, but I was very surprised that he never opened his mouth. And I was like, you knew about Jesus and you never spoke. But praise God, <coughs> he didn't need to. I had a supernatural encounter in India, right? It was good. Uh, okay, so to, uh, to answer the question, let's read uh, John 17. Let's put it up. John 17. Jesus spoke these words, lifted up his eyes to heaven and said, Father, the hour has come, glorify your son, that your son may also glorify you. As you have given him authority over all flesh, that he should should give eternal life to as many as you have given him. And this is eternal life, that they may know you, the only true God and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. I have glorified you on the earth. I have finished the work which you have given me to do. And now, O Father, glorify me together with yourself with the glory which I had with you before the world was. Verse 6, I have manifested your name to the men whom you have given me out of the world. They were yours, you gave them to me and they have kept your word. Now they have all known that all things which you have given me are from you. For I have given to them the words which you have given me and they have received them and have known surely that I came forth from you and they have believed that you sent me. Verse 9. This is for you. This is an answer to that. What do you do with all the chaos that is going around you? Okay. You feel bad for them. You want to pray for them. Okay. Look what it says. Verse 9. I pray for them. I do not pray for the world but for those whom you have given me for they are yours. Is Jesus praying for the whole world? Is Jesus praying for the whole world? Who is he praying for? Let me read that again. I pray for, let's read before that what he says. For I have given to them the words which you have given me and they have received them. The ones who have, so what is, according to Jesus, what is his world? I have given them, I've given to them the words, he's talking about them means the world, the words which you have given me and they have received them. So who are these? Who is praying for? Sons. There is a clear separation. The way out of the chaos of the world, The women, all the things happening, everything, get saved. Come in Christ. If you're not in Christ, there's all chaos outside. And when God says He's praying, He's praying for His increase, for His body, for His sons. See this. I pray for them, I do not pray for the world, but for those whom you have given Me, for they are yours. And all Mine are yours, and yours are Mine. So who is He calling yours? Yours are mine and mine are yours. See this. And all mine. Who are mine? The whole world is mine. What is he saying? The ones who have received him. These are mine. He is not praying for the whole world. You get the word, you receive. His sanctification. Okay? See this and all mine are yours and yours are mine and I'm glorified in them. Now I am no longer in the world, but these are in the world. I am no longer in the world, but these are in the world. Everybody's in the world. Everybody is in the world, but who is he talking about? Sons, these are in the world and I come to you. Holy Spirit, keep through your name. Those whom you have given Me, everybody. Is he talking about everybody? That's why I said, when the Bible says, all that the Father has will come to Me. All is not everything, the whole world. All is a very sanctified all. God's all doesn't have junk in it. God's all is a good all. All that the Father has will come to Me. So that means you might have two things but they are so good and it looks like the world has ten things. But the ten things don't matter because you get a sanctified all. Beloved is awake, understanding, eyes are wide open. Okay. See this. Um, And all mine are yours and yours are mine and I'm glorified in them. Now I am no longer in the world but these are in the world and I come to you. Holy Father, keep through your name those whom you have given me, that they may be one as we are one. While I was with them in the world, I kept them in your name. Those whom you gave me, I have kept. And none of them is lost except the son of perdition, that is Judas, that the scripture might be fulfilled. While I was with them in the world, I kept them in your name. Those whom you gave me, I have kept, and none of them is lost. Verse 13. But now I come to you, and these things I speak in the world, that they may have my joy fulfilled in themselves. I have given them your word, and the world has hated them, because they are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. The world has hated them. You are in the world but not of the world, okay? I do not pray that you should take them out of the world, but that you should keep them from the evil one. They are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. Sanctify them by your truth, that means separate them, set them apart, constantly by your truth, your word is truth. As you sent me into the world, I also have sent them into the world. This is not about waiting to go to heaven. We are here to reign in life here. Those who receive the abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness will reign in heaven. What does it say? Will reign in which life? Here. You have to reign here. Everyone wants to wait to go, but you have to reign here and you reign by resting. I was telling mom yesterday, um, not running but resting. You win all things by not running but by resting okay and what is rest rest is really the labor of your mind your whole working here to try and do something to get something and that's where you're stilling your mind that look i just need to come into deeper and deeper and deeper stillness okay now see this it says here as you sent me into the world i have also sent them into the world and for their sakes i sanctify myself that they also may be sanctified by the truth verse 20 I do not pray for these alone, but also for those who will believe in Me through their words. Who is He saying? I am not praying for these. I am also praying for those who will believe in Me. What they have spoken and they also come in. So now who is God talking about His world? Is all the ones who have received Him. This is the work of God, the Bible says, to believe in the one whom He sent. That's it. So those who receive the truth according to God, it's sanctified. He's like, these are mine. That's it. Okay? And that's what even we do. We are giving life and we release it to the body, the way out of every problem in the world. You can give money, everything, it will be temporal fix. But the way out of everything, from death into life, from darkness into light, get saved. Receive Christ. Okay? Some are prepared, it's the condition of the heart. Sow the seed. At some point, the seed will pop. Okay? Now, see this. Uh, Verse 20. I do not pray for these alone, but also for those who will believe in me through their word that they all may be one as you father are in me and I in you that they also may be one in us that the world may believe that you sent me and the glory which you gave me I have given them that they may be one just as we are one I in them and you in me that they may be made perfect in one that the world may know that you have sent me and have loved them. As you have loved me. Okay? I'm gonna take I'm gonna read that again because someone else sent me a question for that. Okay, so are we praying for the whole world? The answer to that question? The answer to all the chaos around you, forests being cut, scarcity of food, give the gospel and they'll get saved. Okay, sonship. I told you I was at a recent meeting and someone was asking me the way out for India. I'm not talking about sharing the gospel of Moses or if there is one. This is the gospel of the resurrected Christ. It says, the Bible clearly says, it's the the gospel of the firstborn. That's the message of the cross. The firstborn is who? Christ, the resurrected Christ. That's what you're supposed to send, the finished work. Who will not want to come back home to the Father where everything is finished? And the word that I remember, the first time when I read in the Bible, before I got saved, uh, when I was reading in my journey with Jesus, I read that word in Matthew. I'm going to uh, read it, okay? Um, hold on. Let's open Matthew. Um, Yeah, Matthew chapter 11, verse 25. I remember just when I was reading, I, I thought that time the Bible was a storybook. I didn't think it was real, but I was liking this person I was reading. And I remember going to this verse. It says, Jesus gives the true rest. Matthew 11, verse 25. And at that time, Jesus answered and said, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that you have hidden these things from the wise and prudent and have revealed them to babes. Even so, Father, for so it seemed good in your sight. Verse 27. All things have been delivered to me by my Father, and no one knows the Son except the Father, nor does anyone know the Father except the Son, and the one to whom the Son wills to reveal him. And then verse 28 I read, and I was like, yeah, this is me. And it said there, come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. And I remember reading that, and I was so tired because I told you I was suffering from anorexia and I'd done all the fast, everything. And, and at that point, I spoke to so many people, but no one gave me life. And everything was just falling flat. And then I read this, come to me all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me for I am gentle and lowly in heart and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And I was like, yeah, I want someone, this problem I have been bearing for few years now and I want someone to take it from me. I don't want to bear this and I really want rest. And I remember reading that and I was like, oh, that is, that is me. I could identify myself with it. Okay, And long story short, I was healed. Uh, Jesus came in. And I still remember the day when I met Jesus, uh, when the Bible talks about finding a treasure that once you know, and the guy goes and sells this whole feed for that treasure or that pearl that he has found. And it was literally like I came to know like Jesus is, He is God, His name. And no one could take that away from me because I knew it the Bible talks about the seed sowing and the one who has understanding, no one can take it away, no one can snatch it away. And it was that, like I just knew the truth, like Jesus is God and I was like, that's all. All confusion is gone and now I can rest, okay? And uh, that was my journey. And so, what was I reading? I lost my thought. We were talking about scarcity, or food? Where were we? Huh? scarcity of food? Yeah, someone asked me the question, are we praying for the whole world, right? We're praying for sons and life to get increased. The way out of everything is get saved. Okay, give the gospel. Okay, let's go to the next one. <clears throat> Hi Priya, can you explain, can you please explain the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit? Are they three different persons? When we say, Father, is He Jesus? When we say, Holy Spirit, is He Jesus or Father? Or are they three in one? When we say the Holy Spirit inside me, does that mean Father, Son and Holy Spirit is inside me? Yes. Just like the sun, the ray and the heat, all together, one part of one being, the Father, Son and the Holy Spirit. Someone asked me, do you pray to the Father? Do you say, Father, give me? Do you say, Jesus, give me? Do you say, Holy Spirit? I said, I have never, ever separated it, whatever comes out. Because we are one. The human mind will want to logically segregate everything. But you are one. Jesus is at the right hand of the Father. He sent the Holy Spirit is in you now, in you, the one who is praying in tongues. Someone asked me, uh, is the Holy Spirit praying in tongues? Does the Holy Spirit pray in tongues? Or does Jesus pray in tongues? <coughs> I said, who is speaking? <coughs> who's praying in tongues when you are praying? Who is praying? You are praying? The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the Spirit of? Huh? Whose Spirit is the Holy Spirit? It's Christ. So, who is praying in tongues? Christ is praying in tongues for you. He is making intercession for us. Okay, it's because the carnal kind of mind doesn't you just without awareness. Okay? We're all one in Christ. So so let me read that. Remember I read John seventeen. I'm gonna read that again. John seventeen. <coughs> Beloved is awake, alive, sharper than a two edged sword yes i in them verse 23 john 17 verse 23 i in them and you in me that they may be made perfect in one that the world may know that you have sent me and have loved them as you have loved me father i desire that they also whom you gave me may be with me where i am that they may behold my glory which you have given me for you love me before the foundations of the world o righteous father the world has not known you but i have known you and these have known that you sent me and I have declared to them your name name and I will declare it that the love which you have loved me may be in them and I in them let me read that again verse 23 I in them and you in me that they may be made perfect in one okay so when I pray the Bible says ask the Father in Jesus name the reason why Jesus came is so that you can go to the Father directly so that now you're the righteousness of God and so <clears throat> you become a son of God. So whatever the son asks the father, he's going to get it. It's because you become a son of God. Okay? I told you when I saw <clears throat> Jesus in my dreams, I was seeing, uh, when I saw, I don't know who I saw, I, I think I saw the new creation, but looked like Jesus, I was looking at Jesus only. Okay? But then I came to and I was also looking at me. <clears throat> so someone can say, did you see the Holy Spirit? Did you see? It's, the Bible says, I have been crucified with Christ. It's no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. He who is joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. I believe I saw my spirit man. Okay. Christ. Just, it was Jesus. That's who you are. That's why we don't go by our physical eyes. We go by what the word is telling us, who we are, and the word is truth. I'm realizing in all areas of my life, I have to make a decision about all things. I have to, have, I have to consciously make a decision that, Priya, you're going to believe this because it is the truth, not because if the circumstances line up to it or not, because it is the truth, because it is the truth. And that's the foundation for a son. I'm in Christ, not because of all the awesome things He's done for me, and I know He does, But I'm here because He is the truth. That's why someone should be in the kingdom. If they come in with testimonies, they can also leave. If they come in with a healing, they can also leave. If you come in with the truth, you will never leave. You'll stay because you're on the rock. It's on the truth. I remember when I I met Jesus, I came to know like, oh, I'm back with my father, all the confusion had gone. I got healed eight months later. I stayed in because he's the truth, but I didn't even know he died on the cross for my sins and all this. I just knew that I came back to my father. Then I found out, Acha, I was a sinner and he, you know, he went on the cross, he did all these things for me and all. But I was just so happy to come back to my father. And then I realized that I was there, he is the truth. <laughs> and then all the ups and downs, ups and downs, ups and downs didn't matter because I'm here because he is the truth. Whether this thing works out, doesn't work out doesn't matter because the truth is he is the truth, okay? And that should be your rest in all things. I choose to believe this because it's the truth. If I don't, it's a lie. So I'll believe it anyways, whether this happens or not, no. But it's the truth that it's not in the nature of the sun to lose anything. Now, when that little ad, I didn't get it, (coughs) didn't happen, it went to my mind, this was mine, I did it last year. He's only telling me, don't do it. I'm like, that's so weird. I didn't even process it, nothing. And then I get something that is that guy's. I know it's not mine also. And I'm telling them, someone else has done this, just doesn't belong to me. No, but we want you to do it. Why? And then I'm thinking, oh, what is your name? This is pe. And then I was like, and so even when the shoot got cancelled, I'm telling my dressman it cannot get cancelled. He's like, why? I said, because this makes sense. There he took my work. Now I'm supposed to get his work. It's compensation by the father. Adjustment getting done. You know how you tally your records in taxes? It's like doing that, you know? And so the next day I come to know. And so at the end of the day, when the shoot got cancelled, they said, Ari, see, this didn't happen. I didn't say anything. The next day I get a call saying it's still on. I was like, whoa, but I'm trying to tell you, I'm not fighting it. It's the blood that is working in all my mess. I told you I can be transparent with you all is because I have nothing to hide. Is because my righteousness and everything, my life is sustained by blood. It's not sustained by works. We are living in his righteousness that is given to us and all things are added by blood. Not by what you do, don't do, okay? Um, So let me take that one. So the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, all together, one. Sometimes I say Holy Spirit, sometimes I say Father, sometimes I say Jesus. I never like to compartmentalize or split that, okay? Um, Okay, so I'm going to take, this is such a, uh, I'm actually going to take a sermon on this, Alex's question. I'm going to read it out to you. What it means Finished work for the soul. I hear many sons in recent times saying that yes, the work is finished in the spirit, at spirit level, but the soul you need to work. You need to partner with the Holy Spirit to cleanse the soul of bad seeds. I understand the fact that the soul has patterns of thinking that need to be eliminated through the renewing of the mind. But to be honest, from the while I see sons around me going back to that position where you need to chase something you don't have creating the impression that the soul is constantly lacking something. But the spirit has everything and you need to bring from the spirit to the soul. In conclusion, how can we articulate even better the connection between the finished work and the renewing of the mind which is not a finished work? Also, another thing I hear in recent times is that verse that says, what a man sows is what he will reap. And sons use this word to justify the fact that they do not see the finished work in their situations, day-to-day life, their souls. How does this apply for us, sons, when our words or actions do not sow life? Did you understand this question? When you got born again, the Bible says you were dead. When Adam sinned, we were spiritually dead. In Ephesians, let's read Ephesians, okay? So I'm going to simplify this, but I'm actually going to take a sermon on this. Um, Okay, Ephesians 2. And you he made alive who were dead in trespasses and sins in which you once walked to the course of this world according to the prince of the power of the air the spirit who now works in the sons of disobedience you he made alive when Adam sinned his spirit died his soul, our soul, we talk about the mind, will, emotions, everything, all your thinking process, the whole reason where you analyze all things, all of that part is called your soul. And your body is the physical body that you look at. What part of Jesus was made an offering on the cross? Hmm? His spirit has already has got nothing, no sin in him. The Bible says, his soul and his body, let's read that, okay, Uh, was an offering for our sin. Okay, so one second. So when Adam sinned, your spirit died, your soul, you partook of the tree of knowledge of good and evil. So everything that you have here, all the understanding, everything that we have today, it came from Google or a lot of death mindset where casually you'll talk about somebody and they talk about how you know 42 this will happen to you or at 50 this might happen to you or why this situation is just going to end in some death. And we call them negative thinking. Oh, they think negative or they think positive. Okay, all of that. The body takes notes from you. And so the body learned to die. That's why before the generations when you read they were living for 1000 years, 700 years and then gradually the age the limit started going down and down and down because condemnation started coming in and then because of a condemned heart you feel guilty. Condemnation leads to death. So all sickness all of that. So why did sickness and sin, uh, uh, any type of disease, everything, why did all of that come? Is because of sin. That's why Jesus came. Someone had to fix you because you've been lost. God's property gone away. So now God sends Jesus, the Father sends Jesus to redeem you back. So Jesus, the Bible says, his soul was made an offering for your sin. And his body, he took the whips, everything, has gone on the cross to redeem you. Let's read two verses, okay? Let's go to Isaiah 53. Let's read Isaiah 53. Okay, I'm going to read who has okay let me just read the whole thing who has believed our report and to whom has the arm of the lord been revealed for he shall grow up before him as a tender plant and as a root out of dry ground he has no form or commonliness and when we see him there is no du- beauty that we should desire him he is despised and rejected by man men a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief and we hid as it were our faces from him he was despised and we did not esteem him Surely he has borne our surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows yet we esteemed him stricken smitten by god and afflicted but he was wounded for our transgressions that means all our sins he was bruised for our iniquities the chastisement for our peace that means the punishment for our peace was upon him, and by his stripes. Where were his stripes? On his body. By his stripes we are healed. All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned every one to his own way, and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of, of us all. Verse 7. He was oppressed and he was afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth. He was led as a lamb to a slaughter. And as a sheep before its shearers is silent, so he opened not his mouth. Did he open his mouth in front of Pontius Pilate? When Pontius Pilate looked like he wanted to free him. And then what did Jesus choose to do? Close his mouth. That's why he was not put on the cross. He went on the cross for you and for me. Because Jesus says, no one can take my life from me. I have command to lay it down and I have command the power to take it again. This command I have received from my father. He went to be an offering. Okay. Now see this. It says here, he was taken from prison and from judgment. And who will declare this his generation? For he was cut off from the land of the living. For the transgressions of my people he was stricken. And they made his grave with the wicked but with the rich at his death. Because he has done no violence, nor was any deceit in his mouth. Nor was any deceit in his mouth. He was silent, he was perfect, everything that he spoke, so that you and I can go free. Who can tame the tongue? It says, those who can tame the tongue can rule the whole body. So the first thing on Pentecost, what happened? What did God do? He got hold of your tongue. That's why we, when you don't know what to say, pray in tongues. He's given you a new tongue. It sets on course with the fire of heaven when you pray in tongues. Okay? See this. It says here, um, And who will declare his generation? Verse 8. And he was cut off from the land of the living for the transgressions of my people. He was stricken. And they made his grave with the wicked, but with the rich at his death, because he has done no violence, nor was any deceit in his mouth. Verse 10. Yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him, he has put him to grief. Now see see this. When you make his soul an offering for sin. When you make whose soul? Jesus' soul an offering for your sin. Our souls have been purchased by God. That means one saved is forever saved. All part of you, spirit, soul, body, everything has been purchased by the blood of Christ. You're not working out, oh, your spirit is saved, but here you need to get saved, or if you don't, you're going to miss it. No, all part of you, spirit, soul, body, everything, Jesus' blood on the cross, his soul was made an offering for your sin. Okay, see this. It says here, when you make his soul an offering for sin, he shall see his seed, he shall prolong his days and the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. He shall see the labor of his soul and be satisfied. Of whose soul? The labor of? That's why it says, come to me all you who are tired and weary and I will give you rest for your body, for your because someone else labored and walked perfectly spoke no wrong did no wrong saw no wrong so that you and i can go free and just rest i thank you father not my thoughts but yours i thank you not what i have done but what you have done and the devil Constantly likes to point you out to where you miss it, where you have disqualified yourself, or where you fall short. Oh, look at that unbelief. Oh, thank God it's not my faith, it's His. Thank God I died. It's no longer me, but it's all Christ. Who's got this problem? He has it. Who has to do the thinking oh i better think straight and if i don't think straight i'm going to screw this up thank god it's not my thoughts it's yours as he is so am i in this world what do you think is the helmet on your head for what is the helmet oh let me wear the armor of god the breastplate of righteousness the sword in my hand the helmet on my head the gospel of peace on my feet, what else? The belt of truth, the helmet is for what? So that don't allow the devil to mess with you. 99%, even me, PP, major mind issues, (laughs) mind things. Okay, like just going on and on and on, thoughts keep coming. And then I go to sleep, really my rest is that, thank God, the weight is not on, even my thoughts or whatever, the weight is on the the blood. That's my dress. that it's the blood. The devil tries to point it out to you. The weight is not on me, the weight is on the blood. You know what I mean when I say that, right? That means all inheritance is coming in your life, not based on whether what you're doing, what you're not doing. The inheritance is coming into your life. All the promises of God are yes and amen in Christ, but they are attached to your blood relationship with Christ. And we are sons of His blood. That means all things will come in just because of blood. Okay. Clinton messaged me about his daughter going into surgery. She had a hole in her heart. And I said, Clinton, the weight is not on you. The weight is on the blood. And rest that whatever belongs to you, belongs to the Father. And so the blood is taking care of everything. And then he shares uh, this testimony that it was a successful surgery. Okay, Uh, let's let's finish that, what we were reading. Um, Verse 11, He shall see the labor of his soul and be satisfied. And by his knowledge, by his knowledge, my righteous servant shall justify many. For he shall bear their iniquities. Therefore, I will divide him a portion with the great And he shall divide the spoil with the strong, because he poured out his soul unto death. And he was numbered with the transgressors, and he bore the sin of many, and made intercession for the transgressors. It is a finished work. The reason why we renew our mind, the reason why we renew our mind. Let's read that scripture. Can you get the scripture of renewing our mind? is it Romans 8 Romans 12 do not be conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God do you know why you do this not to become So that Jesus said, you're in this world, but not of this world. So, and he said, sanctify them by the truth. That means constantly separate yourself. The world is talking one thing, constantly you're hearing it. Whether it's in Google, whether it's people say things, they have a voice that is coming to you. And then what you're doing, you're renewing your mind, it says, Do not be conformed to the world. That means I don't need to go and start listening and start acting the way they are doing. See this, most people think renewing means to become. It is not talking about that. It's saying, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God. We sanctify ourselves by the truth. For example, the testimony, someone lost something, the whole world loses everything, now even when this whole thing came with me, oh, it's gone. And at that moment I was like, one second, but I'm not, I can't lose it, it's not in my nature. Now, I renewed my mind in there, I was not renewing it to become. I've renewed it already, I've seen it in the word, this is who I am. And so when that situation came, I simply spoke it, and I didn't even speak it to become it. I'm, I, I was aware that this is who I am. Meaning, it is the truth. I'm not even trying to make it happen. You are understanding. I was not believing for a project to come and adjust itself. I didn't even care when this went. Or whatever, someone else took it, I was like, big deal. I believe the truth because it is the truth. It's not in my nature to lose anything. Relax. This is who I am. I'm not trying to grow hair out of my body. Hair will come because it's in my nature. I'm giving you an example. A lion is not trying to grow his mane out. It's in his nature. It's in your nature as sons. You don't lose anything. It's not. All that the father has for me will come to me. So I can rest. So so now, what have we done here? When you come here, you've heard these truths because we are in this world, sons, but we are not of this world. We are a different jat, swarg Jat. So now we come here and we realize what we are. So that when we go, and look and they all look like us but we have to constantly remind that when we might look like them but we're not one of them and our inheritance is a little different so while they lost everything we didn't and so that's what it's renewing your mind do not be conformed to the world but be transformed that means you will have a different portion by the renewing of your mind so that you know you don't get swayed away by what the world is telling you by the patterns and cycles and what they are saying, you don't say and do yes, you don't act like them. Our inheritance is different. You are understanding? Okay? Okay, let's look at one more verse. Let's look at, uh, hold on, I wanna take something. So even as you're renewing your mind, what is happening? The Bible says the end result of our faith is the salvation of our souls, okay? It's talking about how you're coming into Your spirit man knows you can't lose anything. Now you've started believing that too. So that's what's happening. You're renewing your mind. You're not renewing your mind to become. You're renewing your mind. You're simply agreeing with actually who you really are. You are understanding. So renewing is not to become. Renewing is agreeing and saying, yes, this is who I am. We don't believe something to become. Then it's a work and you'll find it a weight on you. Like I'm saying I'm son, I'm son Priya, but nothing is happening. Just because you're saying a son is not making you a son. The truth is that you become a son of God by blood. That's it. It's a rest. The truth is you can't lose anything. Now hundred things you begin to lose, let them go. The truth is (laughs) that it's not in your nature. And then you just learn, you believe something because it is the truth. Okay? Someone has sent me a question. Okay, so I'm going to take Alex's Alex's more. Uh, this I'm going to take a sermon on that. Okay, where everything is, it is a finished work. It is really the cross is a rest for your soul, because what part of you, what part of Adam was constantly laboring? In the, in the wilderness, what part, what, when, they, they, when they were in Egypt, they were doing toilsome labor, physical labor, but also the law was very demanding on what part of you? On your soul. Don't look, don't covet, don't say, it's your soul. <laughs> and he has become an offering, his soul was made an offering for sin to Redeem to purchase yours. Where it says, it's a rest for your soul. Thank God I don't have to work and everything. It's a rest that, thank God, my God, I don't need to think right. Sometimes I can miss it. And why does it say, pull down those thoughts, bring it to the obedience of Christ? Not because your thoughts are manifesting it. Thank God my thoughts are not. So when I'm pulling down those thoughts, I'm saying, thank God, not mine, but yours. These are not mine. These are yours, Father. I thank you. It's the blood that is going to give me the inheritance. Not my thinking, not my unbelief, everything. It's all on the cross. It's a rest for your soul. It is finished. Everything is finished for the Son. And I can learn to enjoy. Okay? Um, Let's take the next one. we are told to rest if symptoms are showing up in the body what is a son supposed to do at that time I bind it cast it out speak life and rest do anything <laughs> okay if symptoms show up in your body see I've been here okay and there is no formula to it you collaborate with the Holy Spirit there is no such thing as don't go to the doctors please go to the doctor the holy spirit is more graceful and wants to give you grace than you are to yourself okay god will give you i believe uh, this is the truth that i rest in whatever i do is going to produce life if i go to the doctor it will if you've never taken down a cold in your life and then something big shows up in a report please don't go and try to walk on water It's like David trying to confront a Goliath before he even took down the bear and the lion. No, he took down the bear and the lion in the small things. And then one day when Goliath showed up, he was not looking for verification with anybody saying, Should I go with my sling to Goliath? Priya, should I go to the doctor? Should I not take this medicine? He just went. He needed no proof and verification because he knew his rest was in his father. If you think you're verifying and you need to double-check with somebody, then please go to the doctor, okay? Co-labor with the Holy Spirit, it's okay. Please, in fact, I think it's wisdom to go. Take everything, it'll lead to life. Maybe it didn't work on them, it'll work on you. I told you, the rest for you sons, the truth, your life is not coming from your body. It is coming for the Adamic generation. Their life comes from the food they are eating, from the perishable food, from their body, immune system, whatever that is. For sons of God, sanctified by the truth, we are in this world, not of this world. We look like them, we are not one of them. Our life is coming from the Holy Spirit. Now, you believe this is because it is. The truth, my hair all came back. Every time I go anywhere, people talk about my hair. And imagine one day I was wrestling with it because it was all falling off. And then I realized when Jesus told me, don't pray. It's in your nature. So what did I do? stopped praying and stopped trying to run after something to get it. Like I had to pursue it, it was mine, I had to rest, that it's in my nature, this will come out. I'm not like them, I'm separate. So did I do all the tablets, everything, I did everything. And then I just forgot about it. And then everything came back. Because the weight is not on you, the weight is not even on my faith, thank God because it was filled with so much unbelief. (laughs) The weight is on the blood. (laughs) That I am His and He's got this. And then when I forgot about myself, trying to buck up my revelation, trying to get it and use faith and speak and everything, I just forgot. And then I realized I'm so fathered (laughs) that it has nothing to do with me, it has all to do with Him in me. Okay? That is rest. And so what do you do when symptoms show up in your body? If you feel like going to the doctor, please go to the doctor. Pop the pill. The truth is resurrection life in your nature will eat the sickness up or will eat that death up. The more you start seeing these truths, that's why Sanship is so important, that hearing the word, what is it by hearing the word? That things are changing. Every time you come, you just hear. You're not doing anything, but you come and just hear. And guess what's happening when you're hearing? Your mind is getting renewed. Renewed to what? To become. Renewed to who you are. Because when you go in the world, you forget. And then God says, sanctify them by the truth. That means every time you sanctify, you're setting yourself apart, you're becoming holy. You're holy. And yeah, we're different, we're like them, but we're not one of them. Our inheritance is different. And you'll see that. The Holy Spirit is there to convict you of righteousness, to show all that belongs to the Father, belongs to you, and that's what He's showing us here. And what is righteousness? Righteousness simply means you're right with God, your sons by blood. I don't care what I did, I'm the righteousness of God in Christ. I'm a son of His blood. The blood has got this. I told you even during my mom's time, I was crying, I was not thinking straight. There was major unbelief going on. And then her report turned, one was saying positive, malignant, and the other one came non-malignant. And then I realized when that happened, I just knew that I'm not, I told you, God spoke to me and said, who told you there's something to fight, there's something to pray, okay? There's nothing to fight, there's nothing to pray. Uh, Because everything, the weight came on me to do something and let's fight this. And then I waited and I did that same test again and I realized it has nothing to do with me because I had major unbelief going on. I was not even speaking, I did some bad things, wrong things and then I saw the blood work for me. The blood is getting all things to you. If you ever think there's a weight on you that I need to do this and if I don't or if I don't think it right, if I'm not thinking like a son this is not going to happen, you're still trying to work everything you need to get out of the way and receive this truth that you died it's not you christ in you the weight is not on you the weight is on him he bore the cross for you otherwise he would have told you to go to the cross he went on the cross for you he has borne it for you you are the recipients of all things and that's why uh, your mind or everything that has been so taught to work for something and then god says i want you to just rest and let me get this to you that's why even after i stopped doing all pursuing my hair to come back trying to do all of those things because I met believers also during that time who were doing this and I did all of that, I did all those treatments and all of that and then I just got tired. It was a waste of my money also and I just forgot about it. And then I saw who I am outplay itself. Then I realized I'm not convincing myself to become. I'm actually just seeing who I am and sometimes the very things that happen around me make me realize who I am. Like this project that came back, because it had to and then the way things happened. And so I realized the weight is not on you sons, the weight is on the blood. If anything tells you, you need to and if you don't, that's not from God. He did it all for you. So you can just relax go to sleep you are so fathered (laughs) so fathered okay i love that word see yourself allow yourself to be fathered um pitapan we are calling that in hindi we've given a new word pitapan Uh, pitapan there is no... David was saying there is no word for fathered in Hindi. I said, ek banate we'll make up one. So, pitapan. Pitapan ko apnaya hai apne. Pitapan ko chaaka hai apne. What it is like to be fathered. That's my rest that I'm so fathered. Okay? Uh, any other questions on Zoom? No one? Beloved has no questions. Very good. Someone... Oh! Someone asked me on Rapture. Don't ask PP on Rapture. Because PP doesn't care about Rapture. I'm sorry. Oh, I shouldn't have said that. (laughs) Well, when it comes, it comes, you know. Don't ask me all those things. Uh, Wait. Sorry, I'm trying to just read my messages. Uh, Okay, what about the Great Commission? Okay, yeah, you can send it. What about the Great Commission? Go and teach them and make disciples. Yeah, so in the Bible you'll have word for sheep, there's word for there's disciples and there's word for sons also. You can take what you want out of it. A lot of, all of the old covenant scripture has been fulfilled. Does it apply to you? It doesn't apply to you so just because in the word of god doesn't mean it's all for you it's there we can get life out of it but not necessarily it's applicable to me you read it in one john where he's talking about for fathers for sons and for like young adults there is word given to everybody i told you the word by his stripes you're healed i don't i don't receive that word i know it's the truth and it's done on the cross but that word keeps reminding me, now understand what I'm saying, you're receiving what I'm saying, okay, hear it. By His stripes, I am healed. It is a finished. By His stripes, Jesus went on the cross. And you are a product of after the cross. You become a new creation. Now, this new creation has resurrection life in you. So, the word that I rest, your resurrection life in me is giving life to my mortal body. I don't dwell on, by his stripes you are healed. You are understanding what I am saying. You can. But the greater truth is that I become a new creation. Now, all scripture is is doing, it's, it's, like, it's like a painting, there are strokes of a painting. So, what we are sharing here is revelation. So, if you come with scripture, scripture, you'll be like, all right, she said that, she said this, she said you can't say in Jesus' name. I'm not saying you can't say in Jesus' name, you can say hundred times in Jesus' name. But my revelation is Christ in me. Peter had the revelation of in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. He hung out with Jesus, they were all doing in Jesus' name. Paul has a revelation of, not in Jesus' name, He has a revelation of Christ in me, I am a son, the son lives in me. So he just, when the snake bites him, he is not doing in Jesus' name, commanding it. He shakes it off and continues, because he knows resurrection life will eat up everything in him. You are understanding. So there are truths and there are higher truths. There is word for sheep and disciples and they will stay there. Let them do it. But it's not for beloved. That's why I say there are a lot of churches and they're doing things for the poor and we are, let them do it. It's still the body. But our calling is different. I'm called here to raise sons. Sons. So that you, one son, can go and fix things. And so we are, we are even edifying each other as sons so our calling is not that we will do it but we do more for like we're investing more in our sermons in our translations all of these things is because till we all come to the unity of the faith to the knowledge to the perfect man of the son of god that means christ in you at COVID time we were alive active outside healing people sheep disciples sat in scared they couldn't do anything the best time They could have seen sons of God in this world, not of the world. And if they didn't, then you should know you're of the world. You look the same, sleeping sons. Only a son could have been out and be the light. is because he knows he's a son. Were they all sons who were behind the doors sitting in? They were all sleeping, just don't know, never renewed their mind, not renewed to become renewed because this is truth truth you are truth wherever you go you are truth father I am truth I am light and where I go darkness flees you are understanding okay so is everything for us there is a lot of scripture there is scripture for sons, okay? And that's what we are receiving, the new covenant word. You take the sonship book, that's what we do, the I am's. You say the same, rut every Wednesday you come read the whole I am's. Do you know every time you're speaking it, it looks monotonous? I've been given this dream by Jesus. I just do the same thing, A, B, C, D, A, B, C, D, A, B, C, D, again and again, and in the dream, they all got perfected through the repetition. <laughs> So I keep doing the same, from every angle it comes to the same thing. Rest. This, 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 rest. This, 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 rest. What is she talking about? Because you've been so trained to work, that in all things, even your faith, it's on the cross. Unbelief, you try to pull out every unbelief and why did Jesus need to come? For your offering, for your soul. You can't, it got messed up. So Jesus went and did it, so you go free. Such a life of rest that thank God, it's not me, it's Him. And the weight is not on my faith. It's on the blood to do this for me. Okay? Um, The rapture was the next question, hold on. I have many unbelievers around me and my in-laws keep teaching my daughter about Hindu gods. I don't know how to handle the situation, although I try to be at rest at times, I'm worried and it gets to me. I do keep telling her about Christ, but, uh, but it yet worries me. This, okay, because I know the person was asking me this, <laughs> you take dominion in small things. No one can walk all over you unless you allow them to walk all over you. Okay the in-laws and all are acting up and all is because you haven't taken it first with your husband and be a Lion King with him first. So now if you are not Lion King there or in the smaller things, then other things you'll see that everyone is just speaking everything and doing everything. In small things, start standing up for the truth. If it means living a life separated, husbands and wife be separated, have a dialogue with your husband and say, this is the word, I need to do this, you need to stand on it with me. Start speaking truth in small things. you realize then in bigger things, they just line up with you. In my family, no one was saved. No one knew anything. But one thing PP was, they didn't want to mess with me. Because she would speak her mouth and she was so irritating and she would fight and, uh, you know, I would just give back and not. So then they gave up on me. So then they let me do whatever I want. You have to be Lion King and today they're all here. It's because I was like that, I never hid it. A city set on a hill can't be hidden. You don't put a light under a blanket. That means Jesus is saying, shine, open your mouth, speak and He will support you, the kingdom will back you up. You're so scared that you don't think the kingdom will back you up. Your children, you are head over them. You can say no. If in my house someone has to get an idol, I will say no because you've come in my dominion. I'm not going to allow that here. And so you as a son have to speak. They're your children, not somebody else's. And the more you start saying no, don't get scared. There might be ruffling, there might be fights, it's okay. All of that things will settle down okay like i said when you're breaking a concrete hammer i mean a foundation sometimes it's not by one hammer you keep hammering 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 and the whole foundation falls it's because there's so much of truth i know that our heavenly father backs us up the same way he backed jesus up every time jesus spoke because he is the truth and every time jesus spoke it says signs and wonders and that's what Jesus says: signs and wonders will follow you also. Why were the signs and wonders there? To believe in the one whom He sent—that He is the truth. So every time you stand up for that, truth will back you up. Christ, I remember Gigi Maushi. You know Gigi Maushi? <laughs> ah, Gigi Maushi, lovely Gigi Maushi. Many years ago, my sister came from New York. She took my sister to some, um, you know, place. Okay, things, a worship place. So I told my... uh, I had a dialogue. Now when I saw that, I got angry. I said, you don't take my sister there. And uh, I was telling my sister, I said, your children know better. Your children see, when they went there, they identified it as, you know, these look like different things. Mom, what is this? I said, your kids know better. I said, teach the good things out of our, our culture, but not certain things. This is just tradition, what you're doing. And when I saw that I spoke and there was such a big fight in the house where my aunt came and yelled and said you are this you are that you know I am just I am I like her I love her why will I do you can love somebody in deception and not in truth okay and you think you're she thought she was taking her to the light but is it the light? No, it's not. And so she was doing that and I was like... And so she said all of this and there was such a big fight in the house. Like voices went out. Today my aunt is saved. Whose words... My words are spirit and they are life. They will not return to me void. But they will do what they were sent out to do. Now, in that fight, there were two people who spoke. She spoke and I spoke and a major storm happened. But is there peace today? Why is there peace today? Because I kept quiet. Because I spoke. If you don't speak, how will your words go and produce what they were sent out to do? That's what the seed is. It'll go and do what it's supposed to do. So, open your mouth and speak. There will be ruffling. It's okay. Ignore the ruffling. Because sometimes to get to still waters, there is a storm. Now, this is not me saying you're a sinner and all of this. No, there's no condemnation. This is saying there is a Father in heaven who loves you. He doesn't reside there. He really loves you and this is, this is giving them the goodness of God in a high pitch. And then there is ruffling and all, it's okay. That'll happen. That's what I always say, like, ruffling happens, you have to ignore it. Because you have to be like the father there. They don't know. They're doing it in ignorance. And then they come to the light. I was speaking with my cousin this morning, uh, Jeevan, and she was telling me, she went through so much with that whole thing that happened with the investors and I saw, I took encouragement from my cousin because she held her peace. And I saw when things were so bad and monetary pressure is a different kind of pressure where you go to sleep and imagine you have crores to do or, or, you know, there could be like legal action taken and my cousin is just running from one place to another all by herself and I just saw somebody still saying I'm the righteousness of God and I'm just going to be still in all of this and she had a bad investor, imagine, and they tried to corner her. And then suddenly, out of nowhere, this investor comes. And today, she was encouraging and saying, Priya, in all of this time, almost a year, I just stayed put and just learned to rest when things were just going crazy, Okay? And I I saw her still go for a movie, still go for dinner. And I'm just thinking, how can this person go to sleep at night knowing the uncertainty but no just knowing that I'm just going to rest I'm the righteousness of God in Christ and now everything is fine I'm just saying truth will always win and sometimes truth takes time but don't ever forsake truth speak it stand up for what you believe and this is not about defending this is about speaking the truth because you're a son it's in your nature whenever Jesus went and if he saw something amiss he spoke the truth and the truth will always win the father will back you up even if it doesn't look I remember the time when people would make fun of me and my family And they made fun and at that time it looked like oh, they won the battle. Like they were laughing and because of a majority of them. And so in that place I was not trying to fight it. Maybe I cried a little, I felt very bad. I went, but they're all in the kingdom today. The very ones who are laughing at me today, they know it is Christ who has given them the victory. So it doesn't matter at that moment. Allow God. He can be in many other moments for you and fix it just the way in one moment this project was not mine but he gave me another moment to celebrate that the project is mine recompensation is that right word huh compensation recompense recompense okay i'm just saying he's a good father the truth will always win okay you are sons of truth as sons of god speak for the truth stand for the truth and allow yourself to be fathered okay and you died. it's all christ in you the weight is not on you it is finished the weight is on the blood adamic generation needs things they need to finish it and watch over themselves and plan their own lives our rest for sons of god we've come back home to our father who's done everything for us and all inheritance is attached to blood not on your works anymore Okay? So you learn to rest, including divine health. Stop trying to think you need to work to become a son. Nothing about beloved, if you're hearing and you feel you need to do something, the weight is on you still. Everything that you're hearing means get out of the way, <laughs> chill, relax, go and sleep. It literally means stop running after the problem. It will fix itself. And then whether it fixed through a doctor, whether it fixed through Whatever, but you are fathered. That's what Pito saw, my cousin saw. She just waited and waited and just held her peace, and that one day, out of the blue, an investor comes and has picked up the whole problem from her. And he even celebrates her. And this investor tells her, "You're of so much value." So, yeah, let's give a tithe. We'll close today. Just say, "Father." I'm a son in your kingdom. Jesus, you're my high priest. And right now, I give you a tithe of all the increase that has come to my soul. Okay, and just worship him with it. Oh raha shikraha da Amen. Uh, You know, one word quickly for the person who said, you know, my in-laws are doing all of this. Uh, It's okay. You're the head in the family. It's your words that matter to your children, not your in-laws. And when they grow up, when they're of an understanding age, speak the word. And my brother-in-law, they might be teaching them all. But PP has a plan. PP will go to New York. And then I'll have a one-on-one with them, get them into the kingdom. And then it won't matter, (laughs) okay? So, uh, you know, uh, sometimes your children will lead the grown-ups into the Lord, okay? So, I have a better way now of doing that, that's the plan. So, I'm just saying, just relax. It says that your children will be taught by the Lord, okay? And your children, your children are in blood relationship. That means they're attached to blood. That's why you can rest and you don't need to micromanage it, like what my in-laws are feeding them. Let them do whatever, it's the blood that will work, okay, in their lives too, just because they're attached to you.